if you're not delivering quality, if your shipping time is very long, like you also need to know and be aware of what's going on there because you're going to lose a lot of money by having a lot of uh, bad comments accumulating themselves on your ads. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we are dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I'm your host, Annette Grant. And we believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you are struggling to scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. And let's get on with the show. On today's episode of Honest E-Commerce, we talk with Philip Raoul, Head of Partnerships at Gorgeous, about turning your customer service into a revenue generator for your e-commerce store. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I am Chase Clymer alongside Annette Grant and our first guest, whose last name I cannot pronounce, my good friend <laughs> Philip from Gorgeous. I'll let him let us know his full name. <laughs> uh, yeah, Philip uh, Huang from uh, Gorgeous. Uh, yeah, involved in the Shopify world for, for quite some time already. Yeah, he gave me that tongue twister and I, I couldn't figure it out. Asked me if I knew how to roll my R's, which unfortunately I do not. Um, so Philip is a merchant turned head of partnership at Gorgeous. Uh, previously before that, he worked at an eight-figure e-commerce company. He's done some work with Google and with Microsoft. And now he's helping dozens of people uh, lead their e-commerce brands to become more successful through improving their customer experience. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for uh, for having me and the intro. The, the name was fine in the end. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it done. Awesome. Cool. So uh, tell us a little bit about Gorgeous and how you ended up there. Yeah, absolutely. So Gorgeous is uh, about two year and a half old. It started as a Chrome extension to help you uh, type your emails faster in uh, directly in Gmail. And um, after a few uh, work, after working for several months and trying to find a market fit for that product, they realized quickly enough that there was a gap uh, in the Shopify world for helping merchants manage all their customer interactions and automating as much as possible those customer interactions in order for the merchants to be able to spend their time more efficiently on things that drive money to their business. So uh, a few months or several months of development and about a year and a half ago, uh, the product really found its uh, its product market fit and it started to be adopted uh, by the Shopify merchants. And yeah, the funny story is I was one or the, the first large customer for Gorgeous as they were starting to have very good products for Shopify. So we had big issues in our course regarding customer service that was managed through Zendesk. And uh, we asked our Shopify MSM if there was any other uh, solution out there that could help us uh, declutter our department. And they said, yeah, Gorgeous uh, is upcoming. You should check it out. So worked with them uh, in this video very closely for uh, over a year and a half. And uh, uh, and then I joined uh, a few months ago their, their team because uh, it's a very exciting and passionating product uh, as head of partnership. And as you mentioned, well, I, my job is to uh, enable uh, agencies and e-commerce uh, influencers with the latest practice around customer experience. Philip, can you elaborate a little bit? You said like declutter the... 
the Zendesk. Can you explain? Can you give some specifics there for our listeners? Yeah, well, and we're recording this right now, and uh, it's we're in the middle of the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, volume uh, has been up for a lot of merchants in the last few weeks, and this increases the volume of inquiries uh, that uh, the merchants are getting from their customers. Uh, truth is that it's the, the volume fluctuates quite a lot around the year, depending on the seasonality of the business. But when you're hit, uh, hitting some peaks like the holidays, creates a massive influx of new requests from your customer on every channel. Uh, and you need to be able to answer all of those uh, requests. But if you're, you might be, as a merchant, feeling like you're really under pressure and under the water with requests from thousands of customers that are being left unanswered or not accurately answered. And this just piles up. And as it piles up, you feel like you're losing control. And one of the only solutions that you see potentially or that we were seeing with our store before we installed Gorgeous is that we just had to close the tickets by putting in a total responder that was not answering at all the uh, or accurately the, the concerns of our clients. So it's really about being able to answer faster our clients on every channel, but with precise information and custom information about uh, really what they're asking. Uh, and most of the time, we know uh, as a merchant, it's a lot of where's my order, what's your return policy, or how can I buy those things? So these are really uh, recurring questions that we shouldn't actually be spending so much time on, or at least not have our entire customer support team focus on that. Absolutely. I will uh, admit we've uh, used Gorgeous on a few of our clients' stores and the level of automation that you guys have in place currently. And I know your goals moving forward with what you're trying to do is outstanding. Uh, it's pretty cool seeing you know, where's my order get populated and answered automatically once you kind of get that all flushed out within your business. Yeah, that's correct. And that's really part of the mission of what we're trying to accomplish Gorgeous. We're trying to transform customer service from something that costs money to something that can generate profit for your business. And the first step or the fundamentals of it is really automating your customer service as much as possible while staying on brand tone and uh, not feeling overly robotic or like if it was a bot answering. So it always needs feel human, uh, on brand tone, uh, and, and deliver your clients with what they're expecting in terms of answer. Uh, but that's the first step for creating profit uh, through your support uh, team instead of seeing this as a cost center. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. A lot of people think that customer service and you know returns and everything that's kind of post-purchase is just the cost of doing business and it's not necessarily a way to increase your business which is a terrible way to think about it. Yeah, you're you're correct. And if you're only seeing those type of questions always coming into your customer service because they take a large proportion of what's actually being asked like where's my order, return exchange and so on. Uh, and all of your team is focused on answering that and then you see that the only way to scale your your customer service department is by adding more uh, team members to uh, answer those same old questions. 
I mean, you're you're having an issue because then it's not really uh, profitable to scale because your overhead just explodes. So yeah, automation is the first step. And if uh, on the road to driving profit, there's also turning your customer interactions into actual uh, sales. So how do you measure how much sales is driven through your customer service department? So once you understand that, this is where customer service becomes fun in some way and that the CEO starts to pay attention. It's like, okay, what if your customer service agents are not answering where is my order anymore because we automated most of that? And now they're starting to behave more like retail sales associate and helping your clients really uh, buy what they need uh, or uh, choose a choose the right product that fits uh, their size if you're selling clothes and so on. Uh, and yeah, behaving more like sales rep. And then how do you measure that? So this is where customer service becomes uh, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of want to go back though to the beginnings of Gorgeous because this yeah. is... I mean... It's I didn't know that until this call and now I'm like it's funny because so what you guys you built the app originally and it was like autoresponders for Gmail, right? And yeah, so it was a, a a Chrome extension that allowed you to take uh, uh, to to type in Gmail templates uh, and that would fill itself with some variables such as the name of the person that is going to receive the email and so on uh, and with like hotkeys so like you would just like, like a text expander with a, a little more robust. Yeah, exactly. So it's a quite robust uh, text expander that allows you to uh, insert clippings uh, in your uh, your Gmail uh, emails. And actually, this product is still around, uh, and there's still like a gorgeous Chrome extension out there. And like, funny enough, it's still doing about like 100k ARR. So like by many standards, it's still like a decent. A uh, successful uh, small app, but definitely our, our focus now is helping e-commerce. Well, I think that just ex- explaining what that how that works it might be even like relevant to some of our customers before they make the jump into like using a managed platform like this. So essentially, what that product was doing uh, was when you identify certain emails that you're getting in all the time and you're building that system in your business around responding to that email, like i.e. let's say it's a customer service inquiry, where is my order, right? You're going to get hundreds of those. Um, Instead of sitting there every time and typing out a new email, wasting 20 minutes per email, replying to those people, you, you know, Gorgeous came along and they made a text expander type extension where... You know, the way we do hockeys in our business is like star, like whatever. So, star shipping, um, and it auto populates all that information. And then all you have to do is drop in the variables, and that saves you arguably like 90% of the time. Uh, and then, fast forward two years, now Gorgeous integrates directly with Shopify, and those emails come into your customer service inbox, it reads it with AI and responds to that. Now it's not even a text expander. There's no human interaction. It's just going, it sees where is my order. It sees who it's coming from. It finds their order number. It finds their tracking number and it auto-populates an email and sends it back. No manpower other than setting it up and making sure the templates are on brand with your, you know, with what your product and what your company does. 
Yeah, that's correct. So it all starts by having template answers to the, your most commonly asked question. So you, you can think about it like, what's the most frequently asked questions you have in your business? The ones that usually you would go out and build an actual FAQ page for it. But I, who reads FAQ pages anyway? Everybody just rushes to talk to support. So we're, we're taking those FAQs and we're transforming them into customized answers that provide detailed information to your clients. And to, yeah, our biggest, so you mentioned AI here. Our biggest challenge this year and ambition is to have a very strong layer of machine learning that will detect uh, what is the topic of all the tickets that are coming in then will allow you to easily uh, set up a can response that will provide the customer with uh, his detailed information to that uh, topic. So there might be a hundred ways to ask, where is my order? The current method is really by figuring out the keywords uh, that are incoming in the system in order to uh, to categorize an email. But in a few months from now, so we're working on this currently, we will just be able to select a topic like, hey, I want everything uh, that is about where is my order to be answered with a message that you know is like, hi, first name, here's like, your order shipped out on that exact date. You Here's your tracking number. Here is your tracking link and all of that done automatically. And that's mind is blown. Yeah, I'm like, it's amazing. So my, I have a question. Does Gorgeous only link to emails currently? Or do you also have uh, something that links if they have uh, chat installed? Yeah, great question. So uh, actually, the e-commerce operators will know better than anybody else uh, how important is uh, the multi-channel support. You know, people are asking questions, obviously, by email, replying potentially to an email that you sent out through an email platform, such as Clavio. Uh, but also, they will contact you through Messenger. They will contact you potentially through a live chat if you install it on your website, through Facebook comments, Instagram, Instagram DMs, yes. <laughs> like WhatsApp, it's SMS. So like, they're your client are looking for something that fits what they're used to, and that is easy for them and convenient for them to reach out like at any given point. So it's to your point, it's not just about email. We uh, cover all communication channels. So we will manage your communication on Facebook comments. So every comments that is left on an ad, and maybe we can talk about Facebook comments a little bit later, but that's managing your Facebook comments uh, well is a great, great way to turn people that are engaging in, on your ads into visitors on your website and buyers. So if you can turn people that are engaging positively on your ads into visitors and into buyers, you're, you're, you're going to reduce your uh, CPMs, increase your ROAS, and just in general, your performance of your social spend will be improved. Support for our podcast comes from our friends at Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your e-commerce store. It works with your existing email and chat platforms, so setup is quick and easy. 
Simpler's network of on-demand US-based Simpler specialists are standing by to answer your customers' most common questions. Set it up for free today and then turn it on or off depending on your customer volume. You only pay $2.25 for every resolution. No hidden fees, contracts, or minimums. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat around the clock with Simpler specialists. Start your free 7-day trial at simpler.ai slash honest. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I slash honest. Yeah, I actually just had someone um, kind of scolding me earlier in a good way, but I had actual messages on my Instagram feed about products that I'll be honest, a lot of times I pay more attention to the DMs that come in versus just, you know, questions on the post because they kind of get lost in the shuffle. And I honestly like wanted to pull out my hair. I'm like, there's no way you can be everywhere at once. And I've been focusing um, primarily on emails. And that's not fair because I get most of my customers from social. So why am I spending all of my time and resources in just email when social is such an important part? So I'm, I'm glad to hear that you guys are diverse okay. like that. So for our listeners and even for myself as a store owner, what is that tipping point for uh, an online store in general, Philip, that you think that they need to pay attention to, to bringing on a third party, someone else to help them? So like right in the beginning, it was just myself. I was doing all customer service. Then the next progression for me was uh, I have my, you know, automated emails, and I actually gave those to a virtual assistant. But now I'm at that tip. I I think I'm at a tipping point where I have social to answer. I have emails. I have in person customers. What what do you suggest is that tipping point for store owners to to bring on someone else? Yeah, well, that's you're you're following a path that we see, and I experienced myself as well. That's pretty uh, common. Is the first hire that you'll do uh, as a store operator is a VA. And the first task that you will outsource is your customer service. And mm-hmm. that's like, that is so right. That's the correct thing to do. Because, you know, that's not really necessarily productive for you to spend your time like answering all your customers. You absolutely want to keep an eye on what they're saying because you want to understand how your brand is perceived. them. But uh, yeah, that's not the best use of your time. You want to get your customer service outsourced either to a VA or then you might bring it back in if you feel that there is an opportunity to uh, generate more cash but by ha- uh, generate more sales by having better processes over your uh, in your customer service department this is might be a tipping point like let's say you're having 100 or like 50 100 customer requests per day and you feel like you're doing a good job answering them, uh, and it's like semi-automated and a few things. But then you're you're starting to think about like, okay, how can those interactions start driving more cash and driving more sales? So either you look at somebody to help you operationally, and that will help develop those processes to to drive the sales, or uh, you'll work potentially with a company like us that can train uh, your VAs uh, on how to, to to act like this. Or you can take it yourself. Just It's really about building the processes. So that level two agents that you know will process refunds and things like that is really there to build like high-end processes around customer service. He shouldn't... If you're bringing somebody 
in the, if you're hiring somebody in the United States to do customer service, they should never really touch a where is my order ticket. They, they should train your overseas staff. They should uh, manage refunds and touch things that do money, build processes, and, uh, and find new ways to, to drive uh, sales. But yeah, I, I would find this the tipping point. Either if you, have, if you think that your VAs are uh, touching too much money overseas, like if they're actually processing refund orders and things like that, or if you feel like there's an opportunity for you to drive more sales that will actually pay for the salary of the person that you're about to hire. So you need a certain volume for that. And I don't know, it might be around, what, 50 orders a day. So if you're driving 50 orders a day, you might actually be like a mid-six-figure business. So yeah, on the path to a million dollars is a great way to... Uh, it's a great moment to uh, think about having like internal help to build processes and sell your business. Absolutely. So when you're talking about working with third parties to build out these processes, uh, I'm assuming that like if a new customer signs up for Gorgeous, you guys are going to come to the table with like here is like these templated tried and true uh, processes that all e-commerce businesses need to use. How does that? You know, what's like that onboarding for that that company that is they've hit, hit that tipping point like Annette has, and they're they're moving into these these automations and these these elevated customer service experiences. Yeah, and uh, it's it's great that you're uh, you're mentioning this because my uh, one of my mission for 2019 is this whole onboarding process that we have developed at Gorgeous, which basically consists of first. Understanding and analyzing uh, and its business, like things such as what is your uh, average uh, shipping policy, what is your uh, return policy, and then making recommendations on uh, canned responses, and then making recommendations on automation. So those this will be like our basic kind of setup that we will do with our clients, uh, with our more. Uh, High-end clients, we will uh, do this first step of like the automation, but then we will follow them into opening new communication channel as well, and we will help them uh, be more responsive to their clients. So they might not be used as doing a, a doing a good job through chat because they don't have like great first time reply time, like it takes them too much time to insert chat. So we'll work with them towards achieving like this kind of service level that you need to have to be able to handle chat properly. Likewise, opening new channels on Instagram to make sure you're monitoring everything that's going on there on your Facebook comments uh, and so on. And then when once we are... Uh, last, last thing is removing autoresponders on your uh, email campaigns. I cannot stress how important it is and how frustrating it is for a customer to have an inquiry to reply to a promotional email that you received from a company and be hit with like, hey, this is like an unmonitored email, just like follow this huge process to talk to somebody. So we'll work with our clients toward like opening new channels. And the last thing is we'll work uh, with our clients to start driving more revenue through sales. So we will uh, roll out new Facebook comments, strategy management, 
practices. I know it's a long word, right? Facebook, comment, management, strategies. Uh, so yeah, so we're, we'll do that. We'll uh, set up like chat campaigns to follow the customer and their journey on your website and always have like targeted messaging that helps them toward purchasing and also set up like uh, statistics uh, and measurements to, uh, to understand uh, how well your team is doing at closing deals, basically. So it's three steps. It's one we, uh, once we automate, uh, second, we open new computation channels, make sure everything is monitored and you're there for your clients. And third, we help monetize customer interactions. This is like what a full onboarding will look like uh, at Gorgeous. Absolutely. And I think I need to chime in here and say, Gorgeous is not sponsoring this podcast in any way. There's, they, they um, haven't, there's, I, I just like the app and I, I've spoken with Philip a few times before and I'm just a believer in what they're doing. Uh, you know, they're, are other apps out there in the ecosystem yeah. uh, you know yeah. that can solve some of these things as well it's just I'm friends with Philip and he's on my podcast yeah so there, Phil- there, there are great other apps out there and like I invite you to check them out as well uh, uh, there's a Zendesk uh, that has been around for for quite some time uh, and there's also freshdesk reamaze uh, help Scout uh, I, I think the, the difference uh, here and that's is we're talking about and to Shopify merchants right now and from the inception of Gorgeous like everything was developed around the Shopify merchant so that's a little bit where uh, we we stand out or where we're different than the others like Zendesk will be maybe more corporate like big Magento two clients that needed the RP integration. Uh, and the others might have other specialties. But for us, it's really like about making the life of the Shopify merchant easier. Yeah, I've set up a Zendesk integration before and it was not fun. Yeah. I've no. it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about your fee structure and how that works with our other our listeners? Yeah, and that's also a, a little bit of a different point is uh, a little bit like Shopify, we're scaling with the merchant. So uh, our first cost is like 50 bucks a month. But then it's really about uh, it per the volume that you're using on our servers and the volume of requests that you're sending to our team. So at $50 a month, you'll have like a good, you'll have all the features uh, and uh, access to the platform. But then if your ticket volume grows substantially, uh, cost will go up uh, a little bit as well. So it's anywhere between $50 and $500 a month. But at $500 a month, really, you're like a, a high seven-figure business. So you're doing like several million dollars in revenue, usually to have that amount of ticket and to justify this, uh, this, monthly, uh, this monthly cost. But this also, I think, it's important to mention is, yes, it's the software, but like we're also e-commerce people. Like we we get it and we we love it. So we're really here to to make the life of the merchant easier, not only through the software but also through uh, the kind of consulting that we we can provide along the way. Awesome. And at that fifty dollars, does that include the multi-channel? Also, yeah. So wow. and multi-channel is so important. Like. People are leaving, so we've talked about it already, but people are leaving money on the table, especially on Facebook. They'll go out and they will spend uh, maybe $1,000 a day. Well, we have like a 
obviously we've all seen accounts that are spending $10,000, $30,000 a day on Facebook. Um, but they're really not doing a great job at uh, monitoring what's going on in their ads. They're generating like hundreds, if not thousands of comments. And a lot of those comments there, if you have a legit brand, a legit business, they're positive uh, comments that show a certain intent to buy from your brand. How many people, like go look at your ads right now. And if you're, if you're good at creating engagement on your ads, look, look at the comments. Like how many people are commenting, oh, I need this. I love this. They're tagging their friend and they're like, hey, we should get that uh, for our puppy or something like that. <laughs> like, right. Why are we not engaging more with these people? And why are we not um, giving them an incentive to go visit our website right now when they're interacting positively with us? I think that, well, not I think we have data internally that shows that when you uh, start engaging with like discount codes on your Facebook comments that are showing this positive interaction and this intent, it can really help drive revenue up. So I can only stress how important it is for merchants to listen to what's going on on their ads and use the, uh, everything that's positive to turn it into visitors. But the downside of that is. Not the downside, but the other uh, side of the metal is really if you're not delivering quality, if your shipping time is very long, like you also need to know and be aware of what's going on there because you're going to lose a lot of money by having a lot of uh, bad comments accumulating themselves on your ads. So, like we're helping you, like reduce the presence of their uh, of those comments, but in the end, you know. It's all about building a trustful and, and a business for the long term. And that has to be done through uh, operational uh, excellence. But, uh, but then, yeah, t- transforming positive comments into buyers is, is one of the uh, key strategies that we're pushing to, uh, to drive revenue at Gorgeous for our clients. Yeah, I think you showed me that at a, a day with Shopify in New York. And we're like, yep, that's, that's money. Yeah, and yeah, I've been in this morning. We like did a strategy call with uh, with a pretty large uh, POD guy, and um, we've seen the results because we created the strategy we use. It's just it's pretty simple. We're uh, taking all the positive keywords that are uh, happening on Facebook ads. We're creating a rule that would isolate and tag every positive interaction on Facebook. So this will. Uh, then they will have its own view. So then we see in a queue, in a perfect view, all the positive comments with the intent purchases on it. And then we're just like bulk replying with different macros that always include the same comments, uh, the same top, the same discount code that is like Facebook 10 or something like that. So very easy for the customer that sees it to, uh, to remember. And then we're just measuring the how much this coupon ha- has been uh, how many times has it been used and how much money it generated. And when we account for that, it's we're talking like about an improvement in ROAS of like three to four percent. So it's like it makes a difference when you're scaling. Absolutely. So now that we're on the we're on the brink of 2019 and we're going into uh, the new year, uh, what do you think uh, is gonna make a great customer experience? What what are the what are like the few things that every merchant needs to keep in mind as they're starting the new year? Yeah. So, first, are you building a brand? Like, or are 
even if it doesn't have a brand name, are you building an experience that your customers will be happy about? Like that's the first question that anybody needs to ask themselves uh, right now. And, and it's really three things: brand for like for me, it equals your product quality or design times your operational efficiency, like how fast can you get it to the customer and in which shape does it get there? And then it's also your customer service. So customer service times operations times product quality equals your brand. So are you putting like enough efforts into building something sustainable beyond just pouring money into ads? That's a, that's the first question that every merchant should ask themselves uh, right now. And where are they falling short? Is it on the product? Is it on the operation? Or is it really on uh, taking care of their customers like post-purchase or even pre-purchase for that matter? Uh, and, and then once you figure out where you're, you're lacking, like January uh, might be a slower month for uh, a lot of merchants. It's a great way to work on making those uh, improvements in your business. When it comes to customer experience, there's a lot that's going on right now uh, between uh, loyalty points between like uh, uh, review programs, customer service. Like, how do you make all these components that can drive engagement talk to one another and be successful? That, that's really a, a big topic. But uh, uh, yeah, so what's your tech stack for customer experience? What will it look like in 2019? Like, I think January and February are great moment to assess that because a lot of the hurdles that a business will have experienced this year most probably are happening right now with shipping and delivering issues. So ask yourself, like, how do you work in January and February so that at the next holidays and next Black Friday, all your customers are happy and they will be getting their package on time for Christmas and in the quality that they're expecting it. So yeah, as a merchant right now, it's really all about like how much will your customer be value evaluating your brand because they're not if there's one thing is that customers are not faithful in this age and they'll go for the next brand uh, the next time around for sure if their experience was not a one so you want to create that, uh, that L, you want to increase that LTV through a brand value absolutely I think that you've hit the nail on the head and uh, I can't thank you enough for joining us on the podcast today. I, you know, like I said earlier, Gorgeous is not sponsoring this. I just really enjoy the app and Philip has a lot of great things to share. Where can people get a hold of you if they uh, want to reach out and learn more? Yeah, well, uh, absolutely. I'm on LinkedIn, on uh, Facebook. I'm quite vocal in the Shopify Plus community groups. But also just by email, you can uh, write to me at phil at gorgeous.io. That's P-H-I-L at G-O-R-G-I-A-S dot I-O. And uh, yeah, for all the listeners of uh, Electrica, even though that's not sponsored, like if ever you guys uh, want to try the platform and uh, that you've listened to this uh, podcast, just go to gorgeous.io slash electric eye and uh, contact us through there and we'll give you a second month uh, for free and we'll also uh, provide you with a full white glove uh, onboarding. So you'll really experience a uh, VIP uh, setup uh, because you've listened to this podcast. Oh, that's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that with our listeners. Awesome. Well, uh, hopefully everyone uh, gets gets the ball rolling and this comes out in 2019 and, and 
turns on some light switches for people and they start automating this customer service to turn kind of that support into a sales channel. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly <laughs> what we're trying to evangelize and uh, hopefully uh, merchants, you know, will, will uh, jump on board. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing the truth. Links and more will be available in the show notes. If you found any actionable advice in this podcast that you'd like to apply to your business, please reach out at electriceye.io slash connect. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice.